Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about stepping out of what you've always done to surprise your spouse when you initiate sex. And as we're preparing for this show, I found this quote that says, surprise them once in a while. Let them know how special they are. Yes, indeed. And that's really going to be at the heart of today's show. But as we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug, today is no different. And this hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's Trust Me Online Workshop. Mark your calendars. Wednesday, May 6th is the date, and you don't want to miss this. So many of you have said that trust is an area of your marriage that you want to work on. So join us on May 6th when we will be hosting the Trust Me, Restore, Renew, and Rebuild Your Foundation Workshop. We're going to be covering all aspects of the trust process from how trust is broken to what you both need to redo, both need to do to rebuild the trust in your marriage and more. And it's tomorrow, Wednesday, May 6th. So for only $19, you're going to receive the 60-minute workshop along with question and answer session at the end. Plus, all workshop attendees are going to receive these three incredible bonuses. First is the contract of reconciliation that we have put together. That's a $19 value. 10 inspirational and motivational printables, also a $19 value. And the six reasons why trust is broken checklist, which has a $3 value. You can pick up this $60 value for only $19 at trustmeagain.com. And we can't wait to be with all of you on Wednesday, May 6th. Mm -hmm. So here's the hug. This gentleman says, just stumbled by the grace of God onto your podcast. Only been able to listen to a couple so far, but my wife and I are both benefiting already. What you're both doing is amazing and important. I wish I'd had this kind of resource 24 years ago when we first said our I do's. The school of life has been a rough teacher, but again, entirely by the amazing grace of our awesome God, my wife and I are happier, more in love, and stronger than we've ever even dared to dream. Mm. We've overcome addictions, infidelity, the sins of our fathers and mothers to find that what we to find that we did make the right decision so many years ago. Mm. But wow, have there been times that certainly seem to indicate otherwise? It was worth it all to be here now. Every heartache, every disappointment, every hurtful word. When it's done in God's will and communication is finally understood, there is no greater earthly love than that of a husband and his beautiful wife. Thanks for all you both do to assist those that want to experience this feeling and are willing to seek the priceless advice you graciously share. Uh, Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for sending that hug in. Thank Thank you for sharing that your marriage has survived broken trust. 
Like we were just talking about that trust workshop that's going to be on Wednesday, May 6th. And folks, I hope you heard in this gentleman's message the fact that his marriage has survived broken trust in the form of addiction and infidelity and other sins. They made it through. Mm -hmm. They did what we're going to be teaching on Wednesday night to make their marriage work, not to just use broken trust as an excuse to get out. So I appreciate that hug. We're so glad that we could share it. We're so glad that you're a new listener to the One Extraordinary Marriage family. And remember, guys, if you want to help others find this show, go into iTunes and leave a five-star rating. Tell what the show's meant to you. Share it with your friends on Facebook or tag them on Instagram and say, hey, you need to, you need to get plugged in here because you might just be the, the opportunity. This might just be the opportunity for you to impact another marriage. You could be a lifeline. Honestly, you may be the only person who knows what's going on. You know, your friend is is sharing with you, is is telling you what's happening, and you may be their only lifeline. And, and you may feel like, wow, you got a lot going on. I don't know how to explain everything. Go here. Go check out the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Go listen to Tony and Lisa. They got five plus years of their life sharing their own life, as well as sharing what other couples have done in their lives to make their marriage extraordinary. So yeah, you can do that. And yes, to all of you new listeners, we haven't said this yet or said this in a while, but we love you guys. We're happy to have you here. It's an honor and we are humbled to have you part of the one family. So the show pops up, you know, whether it pops up for you on iTunes, you were scrolling through or popped up on your feed and you see the title that says a trench coat and high heels. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you that have been listening a while, you might have heard Tony mention once or twice that... Or three or four times. Uh, you know, it's come up a few times over the last five years that this has been a fantasy of his, right? Uh, you know, that he would come home one day... Fan- a, a fantasy within the boundaries, the guardrails of our marriage. So Right. Let, Me in trench coat and high heels. Yeah. Like, let, let's be let, very specific Let's make here. sure we, we, we all understand that. The fantasy is Elisa in trench coat and high heels. And he's often said on this show that he understands I'm not wired this way, right? I mean, he's, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago we were doing an interview and this comes up. I don't exactly know how it comes up on an interview, but you know, that's the story of our life. And he's like, but you know, that's not who she is. She's much subtler in terms of initiating and that's not what she does. And you know, it's probably never going to happen. Well, except now Tony can cross this off his bucket list. Silence. Wow, you're not saying anything. <laughs> I'm, can can I'm, I get a yes? I'm, I'm, bask, I'm basking in the in the joy and in the glory of that moment <laughs> when I did walk in through the garage and you are in a trench coat and high heels and just like, oh my gosh, what is my wife doing? Like it's for real. Yeah, like this I, is actually happening. Kids were gone. They were that weekend. They were up with my folks, so we had the weekend to ourselves. Friday to Sunday, Friday afternoon to Sunday afternoon. So there was no interruption, and actually, I was coming off a, a call that I really didn't want to be on or make, and I was sort of, you know, jumbled up in my mind. And, and no kidding, I walk in through the garage, and then here's Elisa in this white trench coat and red high heels, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I, this I died, is really right? this, happening. <laughs> this can't possibly be my marriage. This is good stuff. Who is she? And so that's kind of what we're going to, well, that's not kind of, it's definitely what we're going to dig into because for roughly five years, Tony's been telling you guys how this was never going to happen. And 
realistically, I mean, we've been married 18 and a half years as of this recording. And the first 11, there was no way that was happening. that was going to happen. So, you know, you've got 18 and a half years that this man has been like, wow, that'd be really nice, but not going to happen. Not my wife. And, you know, as we talk about this, this is really about stepping out of the comfort zone. I, mean, I will tell you, I've heard so many times, you know, and you know, a lot of it's self-fulfilling prophecy. So if Tony says, well, my wife isn't going to do this, then guess what? My wife's not going to do it, right? That's yeah. not who my wife is. That's not, you know, and so I was like, okay, whatever. But I had this opportunity, right? And I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. Like, this is a little scary for me. And you know, I will tell you how scary this is. I was sitting in, you know, downstairs in our house waiting for Tony to come home. And we have a ton of windows on our first floor. And all of a sudden, I see a shadow walk by our dining room. We have shears in our dining room. And I see a shadow walk by and I realize, okay, the gardener's here. Hmm. Okay, keep that, you know, just don't turn towards the back of the house, only in your trench coat. Like, don't give the gardener a show. Right. Right? So, okay, mental note, this is getting a little uncomfortable. And then I didn't know exactly when Tony was going to get home. Like, he doesn't have a set time that he comes home. He just called me and said, yeah, I'll be home in a little bit okay, well, how long am I going to sit here in a trench coat and high heels? So getting out of your comfort zone, ladies and gentlemen, it's hard. It's hard sometimes to be adventurous. It's hard to say, you know what, I'm going to do something different. And, you know, I'm talking about like little things, you know, ladies, for some of you, even like as simple as changing your hair color. And I will tell you, there are pictures of me that exist out there in the world where one time I went like bright red. Right. That was the first time that Tony told me, you'll never do that. You know, whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I'll show you. And he came home and I'm like, whoa, look at me. I'm redhead. Um, you know, it could be like going crazy and you always eat dinner at the same place. So trying a new restaurant. We've got friends that go to the same restaurant every Friday night and order the exact same thing. Okay, try something new. Try something new. Maybe for you getting adventuresome is like changing your wardrobe. Right. Some of you have seen, I think I posted this on Instagram probably a year ago. Did I post a picture of your shoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tony's got like a rainbow color of shoes now. Tony used to be the guy that had like the gray Nikes, right? Black or Nikes or gray Nikes. And now he literally orange, yellow, blue, green. I mean, we go in and it's like, okay, what color are we missing out of the rainbow? And yet I will tell you when he far- first started to step out and wear different colors, people are like, whoa, dude. Like those shoes are really bright. And when I get up on stage and speak, I have a pair of red pants that I love to wear with this stripe color shirt that has some red in it and I think some like greens and blues and and I mean people see that and they're like, Whoa. Who is this guy? You're stepping on stage with red pants. I'm like, Yeah, this is this is the way I like to go out. Is it what I do all the time? No, but it's you know, is Elisa going to be in a trench coat and high heels every time I walk in through the door when the kids aren't around? No, but we change it up. We do different things. We get out of our comfort zone. And yes, even your wardrobe, for those of you who are working out, I mean, we're here in, in the beginning of May. Many of you are going at it. I mean, you are, you're hitting your fitness goals. This is one of those perfect times because as you are hitting your fitness goals and maybe you're you're losing weight or you're toning up and your body's changing and you're looking at your wardrobe going, gosh, everything is big, it's baggy, it doesn't fit. This is a opportunity for you to go out there and go, hey, you know what? I am going to get some shorts or some pants that 
you know, really show off who I am. And what you've accomplished. What you've accomplished. Or you might wear, you know, just a bright green shirt or something, whatever it may be. But I will tell you, when you do that, be ready for people to notice. Be ready for your spouse to notice. And that's a big part of why people don't step out of their comfort zone. You know, not just with those seemingly smaller things, but also stepping out, initiating sex Mm -hmm. or experimenting with new positions. And the reason why they don't step out, the reason why it's so hard sometimes to step out is, you know, there's these voices that play in the back of your head. It's this little broken record that we all have. For some, it plays faster than others, depending on the scenario. But, you know, things that go through your head are like, how is this going to be received? You know, what will he or she think of me? Will I be able to pull this off? I mean, I will tell you when I was sitting on, we have just a little like uh, seat behind our couch, which is where I was waiting for Tony. And I'm just waiting and waiting. And I know the gardener's here and I'm still waiting. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is just really a stupid idea. Right? Like I thought it was good. I know it's something he's wanted, but I I don't think I can pull this off. You know, what if it doesn't work? What if he comes in and he was just like, wow, that's really not what I was expecting. Like I thought I wanted that, but Maybe not so much. What if I get embarrassed? And these are all, these are all legitimate questions. The bigger thing though, is that that fear, that fear is holding you back from experiencing amazing growth in your marriage. I mean, fear is a lot of what holds us back from initiating and not just sexually, but in our professional life with our families. I mean, fear holds you back. And when fear of initiating becomes a force in your marriage, here are some things that, that you can experience. Can I say one thing though too? Oh, sure. And I, and I, I just remember this from the Hunger Games movie is when President Snow tells like his lieutenant or one of the people, he goes, you know what? The one thing greater than fear is hope. Mm. You know? And so... Are you going to allow fear to dictate what you're going to do? And in this instance, you know, we're talking about initiating sex. Are you going to allow fear to dictate what you're going to do? Or are you going to allow hope to invade your body, invade your soul, invade your mind? Because hope is greater than fear. Mm, That's a great, a great statement. And, you know, because of that, I, I want to talk about what you experience and the reactions that a lot of people have when they're going through these kind of these questions and when they start to allow the fear, because I want you to, I want you to understand that we get where you're coming from. We, we've experienced this. All Everything we're going to share, we've experienced at one time or another, still deal with at times. Absolutely. So, you know, sometimes trying a new position or initiating, you feel intimidated, right? Like... I mean, Tony and I've shared him. I know one show in particular where I talked about it being like Twister, right? Like he had this idea for a position. I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll play along with that. And all of a sudden I'm like, this is not, this is not working. Like I've got legs where legs don't belong and, and all this. And I'm just like, I, I, no, you know, let me just pull back from this. And I pulled back from him because I felt intimidated trying to be in this place. Sometimes you feel overwhelmed, right? Like it, it can feel really scary some of you right now, when I'm talking about initiating sex, both men and women, because we know it goes both ways, are just like, oh, heck no, Elisa. What if? 
Well, I, I'm going to challenge you to say, what if it's really amazing? Mm-hmm. Right? Instead of, instead of being paralyzed by the what ifs and the fear, what if you stepped out and it was incredible? You know, one thing we did many years ago that allowed us just, a, it was a baby step was turning the lights on and you know, for, for some of you, I'm not talking about you got to have the bright lights on and everything, but it, it's coming out of the darkness mm. and always having sex in the dark and now having it by candlelight. Or maybe you have the sconces up and, you know, or you have a dimmer switch. And if you don't have a dimmer switch, go put a dimmer switch on. Go to Home Depot, go to Lowe's, go get one. You know, have, have a handyman put one on for you. Because one of those areas for us early on when we were overwhelmed or paralyzed with this fear of like, what are we going to do? That was one of the first steps we ever took. We started turning the lights on and we were able to see each other. And that simple act was a way for us to initiate sex in a different way that even though we were having sex in the missionary position, even though we were having sex in the same way that we were before, it allowed us to now see each other. And just as a side note, because I know we have a lot of firefighters and firefighter wives that listen to the One Extraordinary Marriage show, just want to put it out there. You don't have to use actual candles. You can get the LEDs, just fire safety, just putting that out there. Um, But here's how else that fear impacts marriages. It it causes you to feel weak or inadequate or just unable. Remember, I mean, I, I shared at the beginning, you know, Tony's been telling not just you guys, but me for the last five years, my wife would never do that. So it was just one of those broken records that was playing in my head. You know what? Mm-hmm. He doesn't expect me to do this. Like it might be a fantasy of his, but he's not really expecting me to do it because he doesn't think I will. He doesn't think that's who I am. A- and I allowed that tape to play for a really long time. A- and part of what happens there is that I kind of just ignored the situation. I mean, guys, he's been telling you this for five years, right? And so it becomes a built-in rejection thing. When you allow the fear to keep you from initiating, when you allow the fear to keep you from trying a new position, you're effectively rejecting your spouse. And I will tell you, there is a show way early on called The Rejection Theory. <laughs> McDonald's, The Rejection Theory. It ties into this. I think it's episode three. Okay. there you, I, I'm like, it's, it's one of the first five. But you know that ties in because fear wraps us all up. And here's the thing. You can either... You have to make a choice if you're going to allow fear of the unknown, which is trying something new, doing something else, to be more powerful than the force of love. Because when you're in that situation, you have a choice. So what are you going to do, right? I think most of you, if you're in this place, you need to put on a trench coat and high heels. And for some of you, that's going to be a literal thing like there may be trench coats and high heels or you know guys whatever it is that your wife wants to see you in i don't know what the male equivalent of trench coat and high heels is but ask your wife she'll tell you right i think when we've asked before i think the number one has always been like the silk boxers uh no it's actually been like women honestly wives will say this they love seeing their men in like jeans and a white t-shirt yeah there is that's always a good look It, it you know that's when, whenever we ask that question and ask, you know, for survey and all that sort of stuff, it usually for women, it's, you know, it's jeans and a white t-shirt. So there you go. Turn so, your wife on. Turn your wife on. Period. End of sentence. So some of you are going to take that literally. 
like you needed to put on the trench coat and high heels. And some of you, this is a figurative thing. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out what your trench coat and high heels are. You need to figure out what that is that you're going to do to step out. You've got to step out of your comfort zone because I will tell you living in your comfort zone in your marriage time, day in and day out is not growing your marriage. Right. It's keeping it stagnant. And you only have two options in your marriage. It's either growing or it's going in the other direction. Uh, the, the stagnant, staying the same, is going backwards. Right? So you've got to challenge yourself to do something that, that you've never done so that you can experience something that you've never had. Right? I will tell you the expression on Tony's face once his brain processed everything that was going on was priceless. Because I could see when it clicked, oh my goodness, I've been asking for years, probably decades, mm-hmm. and it's here, and I'm still alive. You know, there was that kind of like, did I die and go to heaven moment that crossed his face. I know that for some of you, the idea of doing this terrifies you. I know that figuring out where you're going to find that courage, where you're going to put together a plan to be able to do this feels completely overwhelming. Like that fear monster is rearing its ugly head and you're like, oh, Lisa, no, no, like I can't even go there. And I'm going to say, yes, you can. Because I will tell you, putting on that trench coat and high heels, learning how to, to step out of that comfort zone and say, you know what? I don't care if Tony thinks I can't do this. I'm going to do it. I've got perfect opportunity. I'm taking it. I mean, I could have just been naked in bed when he came home, done that before. He would have been excited about that too. But this is something he'd been asking for and asking for. And so I had to get beyond myself. And that's what a lot of you have to do. And, and there are a couple, we've got a couple of resources that we want to share with you that will help you do this. Yeah. So the first one is our 21 ways to initiate sex with your spouse. Because I think a lot of times we don't know how. We, we fall into these routines, which, hey, they're good. Believe me. I mean, the, the intimacy lifestyle is a routine that Elisa and I have been on and doing for six, seven years now. It's a good routine. And yet in that, we need to change things up. So in the show notes here, come on back, or you can get onto the site, oneextraordinarymarriage.com, search 21 ways to initiate sex with your spouse. And in there, you're going to find different ways that you can do it. Do you have to do all of them? No. Find the one, two, three, four, five, whatever that you can look at and go, okay, I can try that. And this is for both husbands and wives. This goes both ways, folks. We're, we're sharing one experience where Elisa was initiating today. But initiating goes both ways. So how are you going to do that? As a husband, how are you going to initiate sex with your spouse more than just like grabbing her bottom, you know, multiple times that just irritates her? How are you going to initiate that's going to bring in romance and have her desiring you instead of having her push you away? I would just say the bottom, grab the bottom thing. That's a portion of our past. That that used to be Tony's way of initiating sex. And, and hear me out, folks. I mean, there is a time and a place. There's a way to do that that you guys need to learn 
if it's just constantly grabbing, 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 you know, 20 times in a 30 minute period, it, it may not work for your spouse. It may work for some of you. Hey, uh, it's going to be up to you guys to discuss that. The second resource is connect like you did when you first met. And you can find that at www.connectlikeyoudid.com. The second section in there is all about sex, talking about it together. You have to be on this emotional intimacy level so you can do what Elisa is sharing and has shared throughout this show. It's through the emotional intimacy and then through getting out of your comfort zone that both of these come together harmoniously. And, you know, for those first two resources, those are kind of like the DIY resources, right? The do it yourself. I mean, you can pick up, you can go to the link for 21 ways to initiate sex, scroll through, pick out a handful and be like, you know, I'm going to try these over the next month or two, right? You can go to connect like you did.com and, and read through those questions and kind of do a back and forth, excuse me, a back and forth with your spouse on your sexual intimacy. And actually there's a whole lot more in the book in addition to sexual intimacy, but there is one oh, yeah. whole chapter there that focuses on that. And, and for a lot of you, that will be, those two resources will be what you need. Yeah. Right. More than enough. The reality is, is that there are a handful of you out there, maybe more who are like, I need more, right? I've got some serious blocks here that I, I'm not sure. And I don't think that just answering some questions is going to push me into that, I'm going to step into my or step out of my comfort zone, right? So some of you, and actually, I want to back up before I say what I'm going to say about some of you. When you want to get in shape and you don't know how, what do you do? You hire a coach, right? When somebody wants to advance in their career, you know, be it continuing ed, be it, you know, professional growth courses or whatever, what are they doing? They're hiring teachers and coaches, right? When people want to learn how to manage their finances, what do they do? They hire a coach. So if there's an area of your marriage, i.e. initiating sex or getting out of your comfort zone that isn't working the way that you want it to, it might be time to consider hiring a coach. And the only reason that I'm hitting this point so hard is because I've worked with couples, specifically with women, predominantly in this area, I work with a lot more women um, than men. And we do a five, a group of five sessions to get them through where they are today to where they want to be, right? Because it's just like, you know, you hire a personal trainer and it's like, you know, five sessions or 10 sessions or whatever it is. And, and you start seeing results, right? You start seeing change happen. And you're like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm going to go and I'm going to run the 5K or I'm going to run the half marathon. That's what I do for the folks that I work with. And that's what I want to do for you guys. And I know that Tony's put the link to the coaching page um, in the show notes for those of you that are, <clears throat> excuse me, let me take a drink. Can you give them the site just so that they've got it if they're just listening to this? If you want to learn more about just coaching, yeah, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Um, you can learn all about that there. The big thing here, folks, is, you know, initiating is one of the most joyous things you can do is you learn about yourself, about your spouse. I mean, it truly does bring this different arena, I want to say, to your marriage. And it's only through being willing to open up 
and step out to learn, to be willing to go, you know what? I messed up there or that just didn't work out right and laugh about it, smile about it. I mean, Elisa and I have been through that numerous times and yeah, you're going to feel awkward at times. We've been there. So don't let the awkwardness of being close to your spouse stop you from truly cherishing this moment that the two of you get to enjoy together. And just as we're getting ready to close up the show, I want to, you know, as Tony was saying that the thought popped in my head that initiating sex should not be one more thing on your to-do list. Like, oh yeah, she wants to have sex. I guess I got to like do something now. Or, oh yeah, he wants to have sex. I guess I got to do something now. No. Initiating sex, expressing to your spouse that you desire them is a gift and the really unique thing about this gift is that it's a gift for each one of you. Right. Because it's a gift for your spouse to be able to look back and go, oh my gosh, like they desire me. They're doing something for me. They're, they're initiating sex. Okay, this is really, really good. And it's a gift for you because when you give that gift, what you get in return is this amazing connection with the person that you have pledged your life to, right? It, it's, it's a reciprocal gift. It is like this fabulous win-win. And I say this because this is something that I constantly have to remind myself about, guys. This is not something I get right week in and week out. So I'm right there with you. And that's why I keep working on this. That's why we keep bringing it up. That's why the One Extraordinary Marriage Show shares this information with you. Yeah. And so go out there. Go Go check out the 21 ways to initiate sex with your spouse. Pick up connect like you did when you first met. Grow together. Take those little steps one at a time. You know, is it turning on the lights? Is it for you? Is it showing up in a trench coat and high heels? You know, is it, you know, something different, a different position? Is it going into a different room? Whatever it is for you, that's where you guys need to start. We love you guys. We hope you have a fantastic week and we hope that this week is one week where you try something new, you get out of your comfort zone, you initiate differently and you get through it, you enjoy it, you laugh and you learn from it. Go out there, initiate sex, have fun together. We love you guys. <laughs>